Hey friends, welcome back to the Make Shit Happen podcast. I'm sorry that I have been MIA for about a week. I took a week off after the long weekend here in Canada just to kind of regroup, have some alone time, relax, and just, you know, bring it back to no work, no stress. I didn't even really see that many friends. I just kind of used the weekend um, and the, that extra day to focus on myself try and get myself ready for the week ahead and little did I know the shit show that was going to unveil itself to me in one of the crappiest weeks I've had in a really long time and honestly I I felt like doing a podcast about change and just how I deal with all of the stresses of that and I had actually posted on my Instagram uh, asking you guys if how you deal with change and, and how that helps you but to be completely honest I think I might save that until next week and focus on just shedding light that even though I try to be a positive person it is damn hard to always be positive and to be completely honest when you're having a shit week and things just keep happening to you it's hard to just pull it out of you to even be happy and be positive and not be negative. It's one of the hardest things I find. And to be honest, last week was a tough one. I feel like this year's just been so complicated in my life. And unfortunately, I lost my grandfather, who I was really close with. Um, I've just been going through ups and downs at work, uh, learning a new job and taking on a contract position, which is totally new to me. And with all that stresses of it coming to an end and having to find a new job, I've just been having a hard time doing what I preach, which is being positive, being a light, manifesting what you want. And I found myself kind of deciding that I need to practice what I preach and start implementing these back into my routine and my daily lifestyle. Because the fact of the matter is, I was saying a lot and I just wasn't doing it to, doing it for myself. I had stopped doing my gratitudes and telling myself what I'm proud of myself for. And even if it's just like two weeks off from doing it, you really notice it in your life. And I was starting to notice that I was just being a negative person that was bringing myself down. So I must have been bringing others down. And... I just have woken up today and said, enough is enough. I am going to try to turn that negative into positive and be that annoying, peppy person that I know I can be. But as this is a place where I share my whole life with you guys, I actually wanted to just tell you what happened to me last week so that if you guys are ever in the same situation, then you can hopefully get out of it and know, take my mistakes as learnings for yourself so that you're not owing money in a bad situation and you'll understand more when I get into it. But let's start. Pretty much let's rewind to last week. I took the week off from doing my podcast and my Instagram, my blog. I was kind of just chilling, working through the week, which was a super, super busy week for me. Um, my The girl that I took over for, for her mat leave, came back and she's the best. I really enjoy her. I wish I would have gotten to work with her longer, but there's a whole onboarding, offboarding process, which is a little stressful. And I expected to have the whole week to do it with her. But unfortunately, driving to work on Thursday, I got in a car accident on one of the busiest highways, which is Highway 401. And to be honest, I have never, and knock on wood, I'm going to do that right now. Hopefully, I will never be in that position again because it was one of the scariest things I've ever experienced. 
Thankfully, I myself am completely fine. No scratches, nothing, a little bit of stiffness and soreness, but from the looks of it, the other people involved seem fine as well. So really, we all walked away blessed that it could have been so much worse, especially on a highway that is so busy. But this is where it gets interesting and a little bit tricky because I've never been in an accident. I'm far away from home, about 45, 50 minutes. And as soon as we get in the car accident, literally maybe five minutes had passed and a tow truck driver comes up, two to be exact. They are so nice. They're asking me how I am. I couldn't actually get out of my car because my car door was um, like the structure of the actual car had been compromised and I couldn't open my door. So they were talking to me through the through my window and just making sure I was okay, giving me advice. I told them I've never been in this situation and you know, such such nice, nice guys. And we get through everything. I speak to the OPP officers, we move on, they clean up my car, fire trucks come, it was a complete and utter ordeal. I'm like I know that being embarrassed is not something that you should be in a, when you're in a position like that, but oh my God, I could not help but just being completely, utterly so embarrassed. Like I'm causing all this traffic uh, and I know I'm like one of those people who's sitting in the car being like, oh my God, like I wonder if it's an accident that's caused all this backup, like blah, 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 blah. And I just, I was looking at all the cars around me. It's like rush hour in the morning. I was literally five kilometers from work. That's maybe like, Oh my goodness, like five to eight minutes. I was so close and unfortunately this just happened to me. So the fire trucks eventually leave and I am now with the tow truck company. I get into the tow. Um, I like so awkwardly have to climb out the side of my car. Like I have to climb over the passengers, like to the passenger side and come out the door where the OPB officer was holding it for me. And the tow truck driver takes me and tells me that we're gonna go to a place where the OPP can do like their report. And then when we're finished, uh, I'm going to take you to the, like, wherever it is that he's taking me, the, the impound lot. So I'm like, okay, I didn't realize that realistically, because you're paying for it, you can literally get these tow truck drivers to take you anywhere you want, legitimately. If I said, I want my car an hour east, he has to do it. Or if, or I find someone who will. If he doesn't want to do it, I call CAA or I call somebody else and they'll come take me. But unfortunately, because I'd never been in this situation, I did not know that. So I thought the only place that I could go was where he was taking me. And unfortunately for me, like I just said, that's not the case. So first mistake is right there. Chelsea's first mistake of the day. Well, second mistake after getting into an accident. (laughs) Um, So second mistake was not telling the tow truck driver exactly where I wanted to go. So needless to say, the tow truck driver takes me about five minute drive to a sketchy looking impound lot that apparently is also an auto collision center, auto collision, like they do repairs. I come to find this out. They drop my car off. The other people who were in the accident are there as well. And they're just, um, it was just an awkward situation. Like you're both in a car accident and now you're kind of in this small room and I go inside and sit down and I'm feeling very uncomfortable in this small space. And this man, gentleman, um, tells me to come up and I go up to speak with him and he puts something in front of me and reads something really quickly. I'm not really paying attention because I'm just in this like state of shock almost that I'm like in this situation, I should be at work right now. I was just in a car accident. Is my car even repairable? The tow truck driver was telling me that it's completely like a write-off. So I just had a lot of things going through my mind. I was all by myself. Um, 
And this gentleman puts a form in front of me and tells me that I need to sign it. Needless to say, I, where I was halfway as well on the phone with my dad, I put him on hold, I take the piece of paper, and I sign. That is my third mistake of the day. I ask him if I can leave. He says, yep, sure, okay. I leave my key there, um, expecting my insurance company to come pick my car up, which is what is supposed to happen. The tow truck driver told me that that is what will happen. That's why you have insurance. They'll come pick your car up. It shouldn't be an issue. So I leave. My boyfriend picks me up, and I call my insurance company to make my claim, which actually was very smooth. I'm with Desjardins which is also like Cerdas. I think they're like owned by the same company. Anyways, they've been great so far. So I would sh- shout them out. Um, but like, there's a reason that you pay money for insurance. They're supposed to be there to help you when you're in a situation like this. So anyways, I go home. I take the rest of the day off from work and I just try to relax. Uh, I was a little bit stiff and sore. And honestly, after I sat down, I really didn't realize like how much... I was actually in shock from what had happened. Like you think that you're fine, like you're moving, 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 you just keep going, you do what you have to do, you speak to the police officer, you speak to the firefighter, you speak to the tow truck driver, you get in the tow, you get to the place, you get picked up, you go home. It's like, it's just like one thing after the other, you don't really have time to process that you were just in what could have been a really dangerous, bad accident. So I was lucky enough to have a great uh, boss who told me to take the rest of the day off and any time that I needed. So shout out. So I end up just, I've, I've just relaxed, I think, for the rest of the day. I ended up napping. I had a really bad headache. And I wake up the next morning to a phone call from my um, insurance company. And they tell me that they tried to pick up my car. They called the the place where my car was at and they said sorry no you can't pick the car up she signed a contract says all of the work and repairs will be done by them needless to say sorry for the barking that is my very loud and obnoxious miniature schnauzer <laughs> yes i am talking to you you very loud small tiny little dog so i am in complete shock like absolute complete shock and I just at this point didn't know what to do so I'm like crying and don't know how to like I didn't even realize I signed this and I just think I was having some like emotional uh, like everything just was like coming at me and I just started crying I was like I don't know like I didn't sign anything that said that they could repair it like what I feel like I'm so taken advantage of and they're like yeah you signed it So call back, tell them this is utterly ridiculous. Like I didn't even realize what I was doing in the moment. Like I just had an accident. I thought I had to leave, like thought that I was signing my car out, that my car could get picked up. And if there's anything that needs to be paid to you. And they said, no, the only way to get out of the contract is to pay us $250 and that will unbind the contract. And, but you have to come back 45 to 50 minutes to this location to sign a paper, pay the money, and then your car can be released. So they would not release my car without the $250. So we get there and I'm just, I understand that I should have read more of the, I should have read what I was signing. I think that's the biggest mistake is that, and I think a lot of other people do this, it's when something's put in front of you, especially in a moment of just sheer um, not knowing and not realizing and you're just in a little bit of a state of shock, 
you have to read everything and I didn't and everything was in very fine legal writing so that is on me but I couldn't help but feeling very taken advantage of someone who had never been in the situation like why would I sign away to have my car repaired at a lot that's 50 minutes from where I live it just doesn't make any sense at all and this gentleman had absolutely no compassion for someone who had just been in an accident he was honestly just so rude and they it just it was a bad experience and I don't even know if my car is actually out of that lot so I will not say the name of the place where my car was but let's just say I'll be making a review online afterwards at just the sheer audacity that this place has because I'm sure I'm not the only person who's been taken advantage of in the state after an accident like that so anyways we're there they want us to sign something else I'm like very careful to read through everything and I find at the bottom there is legal print that says they release all liability for a car or vehicle that is in their possession until your insurance company comes to pick it up. So I say, I'm not signing this. That means that if somebody if somebody takes a sledgehammer to my car or someone in your lot backs up into my car, I'm liable now, not you. And this gentleman said, no, 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 that's not true. This means that we are liable. I'm like, I'm sorry, sir, but... This says you release all liability. Now, in the English language, that means that you're not liable. So needless to say, there was a lot of back and forth. And by the time we were finished, somebody who works for them came and explained it to us. And we just wanted to get out of there, felt comfortable enough that my insurance company would come and get the car. And we left. I just want to get it out there that when you're in a position like this and you're not sure how to act call somebody take my learning as or my experience as a learning if you're in a position you can tow your car wherever if you ever get in an accident that's what insurance is for insurance should pay for the tow they should be there to help you through it you shouldn't have to um, feel used or taken advantage of especially by um these car companies um after the fact i learned that a lot of times tow truck drivers will have like they get paid if they bring clients to certain auto shops and that's probably what it was i don't know i can't say for certain but i am positive after reading all of the reviews on google that i am not the only person that was taken and i am now out to 50 But in the grand scheme of things, that's okay. It was an expensive learning lesson, and I'm glad. As much as it sucks that I went through it, I am extremely glad that I did because I've learned a lot. You need to make sure that you read everything. Don't put your signature on anything unless you are fully aware and fully clear on everything that you are signing. Um, I didn't realize this, but you can actually cross things out on legal documents and then signature and initial. So in case you are listening to this and you didn't realize that, and I think the, the the part that just gets me, it's like when someone is in that state of just being in an accident and you have a company like this who just feels like it's okay to skim through something, not tell you everything, and put something in front of you saying that you have to sign it to get your car, it just really doesn't sit well with me. But you know what? Like I said, I have learned a lesson. I got away scot-free really I'm in the sense of no bodily injuries 
and I'm just happy that I'm in one piece and hopefully fingers crossed and if you keep your fingers crossed please my car should be okay I don't know if it's a write-off but from hey doggies okay does that mean we're wrapping it up yeah so anyways just that be weary be wary some don't be naive I think a lot of times because I'm such a nice positive person I don't see any bad in people I think that everyone's trying to help you and that is just naive it really is and I don't want to ever lose that about myself but I also think that there's time and place for it and you just have to be aware that people will try to take you there are people out there who really don't care about you they care about the bottom line which is money and I don't, I want to be a realist, but I also don't want to be pessimistic about everybody I meet because I think that's just not a good way to live your life and I don't want to live my life that way. I would never take advantage of someone and I wouldn't ever, and I would hope people wouldn't, but it just happened to me and I have to sit here and just wonder if I would have really just taken a minute to myself, sat there and thought, okay, what is my next move instead of just trying to like go, 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 go in the moment. Maybe I wouldn't have been in the same situation, but all in all, it was a great learning experience. I am into a, what is starting out to be a better week than last, and I'm very excited that to announce that I think I got a job as well, so I'm just waiting for the paperwork to be done on that, and hopefully um, that will be another interesting career path to go down. I'm excited to see where it takes me and to see what I learn. So it's always exciting and I'll talk more about it um, in another podcast once I know that everything's firmed up and it is uh, going to follow through. But as always, I just wanted to take a minute to say something that I'm proud of myself for and I think that is how I handled myself afterwards um, when I went back to speak to this gentleman. Normally I'm not someone who's confrontational or rude and I really I wasn't rude. I just was stern and I let him know that that I felt completely taken advantage of and I'm proud of my actions and I'm proud of how I dealt with a situation like this. I've never been in a situation like this and I hope that he remembers dealing with me in a way that maybe next time somebody comes in and they're um, a young person and they've been in their first car accident, he'll think twice about just putting a sheet of paper in front of me, in front of me, in front of anybody and skimming through the title of it and just expecting me to sign and, and, and it'd be fine. So I am really proud of myself for that. And yeah, I think that's like a good takeaway from a bad experience. So I want you guys I'm really sorry if all you hear are my dogs in the background <laughs> playing with their rope. They are actually the most ridiculous animals. Cutest, but the most ridiculous. Anyways, I want you guys to take a minute, tell yourself what you're proud of yourself for, a moment of gratitude, just to start your week off right. And uh, yeah, I hope that you guys all have a fantastic week and I will see you here same time next week. Remember, stay positive. <laughs>